When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, welcome to the Wine Over Matter podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Steph. Thanks for joining us for another Wine Wednesday where we talk weekly about everything going on in our lives from weight loss, relationships, dating, pop culture, and so much more. Hello there, Steph. Happy Wine Wednesday. Hello. Happy Wine Wednesday. What's How's going on? How's it going? Oh, it's been too long. It's been way too long. I miss you. I miss you. Before we get into it, real quick, I feel like we're running out of time. This is your reminder. We're coming up quick. Saturday, November 5th, we got that meetup. Y'all sick of hearing about it yet? <laughs> like, sorry, guys need to just sign up. We want you guys there. Anyways, remember it's a private event. So registration is required. We can't really do like day of show up. I mean, if you day of can show up, send us a message. We'll try to figure it out, but, um, go into our Instagram bio. We got all the info there. Your ticket includes like charcuterie snacks, all that stuff, drinks, alcohol, or non-alcohol will be available for purchase. We're also doing a bring a bestie special right now. Um, where you save a few bucks if you come with a friend. If you've already signed up, you can still pay that bring a bestie price. Um, but yeah, bring a friend, come solo. All are welcome. And did I cover it all? I feel like it's been a couple of weeks since I recorded, so I've already forgotten my spiel. I just feel like I didn't think it was ever going to come and I can't believe it's like two weeks away now. So sign up. I know. Those of you that have been sleeping on it, you don't want to sleep on it. We want to see you there. So I know when we booked this, we're like, oh, I feel like we're like advertising this too far in advance and all this. And then next thing you know, it's here. (laughs) That's that's the way life happens. Life comes at you fast. I am so sorry if you can hear Penny barking like crazy in the background because... I think Jeff's selling something on OfferUp right now. So there's a stranger at our house and she's, she's protecting losing her the mind. house. She's, yeah. Speaking of Penny, did we just have a birthday? Penny celebrated her first birthday. OMG. I can't she's believe she's won. already a year old. She's the freaking best. Like, I can't, like, okay, I can't believe she's already a year, but at the same time, like, she has, like, that, like, old soul for a dog, like, personality kind of so like sometimes you forget she's still a baby I've never thought of Penny being an old soul (laughs) totally is she's just so like sweet and good and like she's so cute there's like not much puppy about her like she doesn't she's not bad she's good so her birthday was the day we got back from vacation and it was so I was like feeling so bad and Jeff's like Laura she doesn't know it's her birthday like it's not a big deal (laughs) but um we got home, like, I don't know, we picked her up at probably like six o'clock. And, but that morning, like Annie still like took her to Starbucks and she got a puppuccino 
And then we felt like Friday night, she was like kind of mad at us. Like she wasn't, I mean, she was being like sweet, but we felt like she was kind of like either mad at us for leaving her for a week or mad at us from taking away her away from her friend. Cause she was having like the Poor time baby. of her life with Pepper and Pepper was like, dude, take this dog away. I'm so ready for her to go. <laughs> but cause Pepper doesn't want to play nearly as much as Penny does. Penny's like non-freaking stop. And, uh, but then by the next morning, we took her to the dog park. We uh, took her to In-N-Out for a hamburger. I got her. So cute. <laughs> I got, oh my God, I just realized I never posted any of her birthday pictures on her Instagram. I just remember oh that. Oh my the God, worst. you're the worst. I know. Um, and then I went, there's a dog bakery in Anaheim Hills that I went to and I got her like a pup cake. And you are so cute. Yeah, we took her to Petco and she picked out a new toy. We like, this is what oh. happens when you don't want kids, I guess, is you just spoil the hell out of your dog. <laughs> so you but. need to repost that um in and out picture of her. That was so cute. Oh my god, I know. I never posted it. I need to post it because it was it was hard at first. And then we let her like sniff the hamburger. And as soon as we did that and like set it down in front of her and told her to stay, she was all business. Like, okay, let's get this done so we can get to the hamburger because I want that. So she was girl. Yeah. Oh, and everybody was like, because we sat outside at In-N-Out and everybody inside the restaurant was like staring at us out the window. (laughs) Jeff's of course mortified because he like hates that we're doing like a dog photo shoot at In-N-Out. And (laughs) I'm like, Jeff, put her paws on the table. Put the hat on her, but um, they turned out so cute. Oh my god! I can't believe it. One years old, but I feel like you and I haven't even talked in like forever. It's because we haven't. It's been so long. It's been like almost. I'm trying to think of when we recorded with Sammy because that That was was like two weeks ago, right? Monday or it was like the mon. I think like the Monday before you left for your trip. So yeah, like two weeks ago. And, and like besides just like here and there things that we text each other like daily, like we haven't like talked talked like yeah. So so I like feel, I cannot believe I haven't seen you. I know. I feel like we have a ton to catch up on, and so because much. I feel like we have so much to talk about, and we have part two with Sammy for this episode. I think we're gonna like stick with Sammy for most of this episode, and the next week you guys can get all of our updates on all things like wellness and my Cabo trip and everything else that's been going on um I don't know I haven't I didn't get to fully I wanted to like re-listen to the episode with Sammy and I had listened to part of it um while I was on my trip but I never finished it but I was just like I because I've been in this like weird stage where every day I'm either really excited about the surgery or I start getting really nervous about the surgery And I met with my nurse today, so I'll share more about that in next week's episode, but it's like an emotional roller coaster. So I'm sure that's not going to improve over the next few months. That seems pretty normal. I know. (laughs) I've just been trying because I've noticed, like I was talking to Jeff about this actually at dinner tonight is I was like, I was like, I've talked to a lot of people who have had the surgery and are currently like super successful and like doing great with it. But I was like, I kind of want to talk to like, and I ended up chatting today with a friend who had the surgery, had some re like a good amount of regain and has been in the process of like losing, like 
let's say she lost uh, just throwing out numbers. She lost hundred, she regained 50. So she's in the process of losing that 50 again. And so I was just like, okay, like knowing what you know now and like having that regain, like, has it been worth it still? Like, do you have any regrets? And she said a hundred percent. No, she's so happy. She did it still. Like, so there's things like that, that kind of, because you know, the regain is like a huge fear of mine. So it was kind of nice. I'm just like trying to continue to do like so much research and so much chatting um, but yeah, I'm excited to share like the second part of Sammy's episode today. I think this part in today's episode is um her answering a lot of y'all's questions that you had for her. Um, and so we really break down some of that and yeah. But stay tuned for next week because if you've ever needed just like a Steph and Laura update episode in your life, like it's gonna <laughs> be, be it. next week. It's gonna be a, an update packed episode. I'm just glad I finally get to see you this weekend. So excited. I'm, I cannot believe it's Halloween already. I know. And I can't believe my dumb ass thought, hey, let's throw a big party <laughs> a week after we get back from a big trip. So Jordan and I were shocked. We were like, I kept telling him, I'm like, oh, we're probably not going to do anything for Halloween. Like, Laura, there's no way Laura's going to throw a Halloween party. <laughs> and she did. So <laughs> because I knew if because at first we weren't going to. And I just knew that like, come this weekend like we'd be at home and I'd be really sad that we didn't do it so yeah our costume like I kind of I didn't go half ass on my cost I just didn't like go all out like I would typically try I like came up with an idea and I just kind of went with it um we're not doing like as much like of the decorating and stuff that we did last year I don't think but um it'll still be okay and I know we can't tell each other what our costumes are in advance because then that takes some of the fun out of it Uh but are you and Jeff doing a couple's costume or no no we're technically the same so all I'll say is this number one yesterday I posted a reel um and I just like showed like a few snippets of some parts of my costume and asked people to guess and the top guesses was Flintstones Velma from Scooby-Doo and um a couple people said Anna Delvey um all of those are incorrect and I knew I only said go ahead and guess because I knew there was no way in hell anybody's gonna guess so because I knew instantly as soon as I showed I was like so many people are gonna think we're doing like Flintstones or something that's immediately what I thought yeah every like I was like so many people are gonna think that I was like but because you had the wig too so I was I was like Oh, what is it? No. Not me trying to Google orange dress with <laughs> pearls and getting nothing. <laughs> so, and that's what Jeff said too. He's like, I'm sure when they saw the orange and the pearls. But um, what I will just say is Jeff and I are doing, um, it's not a cust- couple's costume, but we're both doing like a play on words. So we'll just go with that. Fun. I like it. So, um, which I've done before when in 2018, when I did French kiss. So it's kind of similar along those lines kind of thing. Nice. Um, but yeah, I want to know what you, because you and Jordan are obviously doing a couple's costume, right? Yes. We're doing a couple's costume. I'm not great at Halloween. And I don't think it's really like completely either of our things, but he likes it a little bit more than I do. And so he's the one that came up with the idea last year for our costume and uh-huh. this year. So it was easy. It was just ordering a bunch of things for it from Amazon and we'll be ready to go. Yeah, that was I'll me. I ordered like 
I had to order like five things from Amazon and put it all together. I was like, yep, this works. And then Jeff, same thing. Like he only had to order like a couple of things from Amazon and he's good to go too. So I feel like Amazon needs to catch on too, because I ordered my stuff like maybe two ish weeks ago or something. And I'm like returning everything. <laughs> I am not keeping anything. And there I was like, oh, what's the return date on all of it? And it's like November 7th or something. And I'm like, they probably want to like shrink that return time during Halloween when everybody's like re- ordering a costume and returning it. Yeah. <laughs> not bad. I well, I mean, it depends. So well, I don't want to say anything what I was gonna say because I feel like that'll give it away. But I'm excited to see what you guys are doing. And yeah, see what you guys are doing. I know come Saturday, I'll be excited. I'm just like thinking of how we just got back and I'm going to be busy with work. And like, we have a ducks game this week. We have just like things going on this week. And I'm supposed to have a Halloween party at work on Thursday. I'm supposed to dress up as a minion and I don't have anything for that and everything's sold out online. So I don't even know what I'm doing for my work stuff, <laughs> but oh. I don't want to think about it. I'll figure it out. I'll probably have to like craft something. And everybody's so freaking. You'll be fine. No, everyone's so freaking talented that I work with. Like, it's just pay someone to make something for you. That's what I'm doing at work. Are you my own? Oh yeah, we're doing a Toy Story theme in my. Oh, I thought you meant for you and Jordan. Oh no 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 no. Um, at work, it's like a Toy Story theme mm-hmm. for my department, and um, I paid someone to make my little shirt for the costume. Oh. There's like a, there's a bunch of us that are going to be the little like alien uh-huh. from Toy Story, and so she's doing the little like hat thing in the shirt. I'm like, cool. Here's the money. I think they did that once at my work for our department like years ago, and I think they did. Uh, most of them bought that like PJ onesies of the little green aliens or something that is a genius idea i should have done it but yeah so apparently like our chief brand officer is gonna be like grew and then like all of us are supposed to be like our own take on a minion and i'm like cute i can't but they told us this literally the friday before i left for my trip so it's like I was already That's checked not out fair. vacation mode. I was like, cool. And then I like came home and came back and I was like seeing all these emails and people talking about it. And I'm like, well, glad we decided this like a week before and I didn't have any time to plan. They but... should give you an extra day off just to be able to swing a cool outfit. Exactly. For the costume. I agree. <laughs> but, um, I know we want to get into like the Sammy episode, but before we do... Do you have like a quick quote for us this week? I do. And that quote is putting someone first only works when you're in their top five. Why and does that we quote think sound familiar? Five? I was going to say that, know, Laura. that sounds like our, our girl T-Swift. Swifty. <laughs> I had to pick a quote from a new Taylor Swift song from the Midnight's album. And that was it. But I mean, how true is that? Like, Sometimes in life, like we want to put like everybody first and everybody before ourselves and try to be like everybody's best friend and like do these things for other people at the expense of like ourselves or whatever. And it's like, that only works. Putting someone first only works if you're in their top five as well. Like, yeah. otherwise you're not going to get that same putting you first from them, you know? Oh yeah, because so how, I... rela- how many relationships have you been in like 
and not just romantic relationships, but just like friendships and things like that, where like, you're definitely putting in way more effort than the other person is. And it like never feels good. And, um, I actually love that quote. What song is that from? Oh my God. I knew you were going to ask me that. Let me, um, like, let me put it into Google. <laughs> I should have had this written down. It's I like, know. You, I can't believe like you I just know said Taylor the lyrics Swift. to songs. I know the lyrics already to the songs, but like asking me on the spot which song it's from, I'm like, uh, it's from Bejeweled, of course, like Bejeweled. one of my favorite ones. Okay. So love that quote. And I just love like her, play, like her millennial play on words and songs too. Like with she's, the, I know it's not top six, but like top five, like MySpace days. And she's had some really, she's had some really good lyrics in these songs. Like I've, yeah, no, wait, but love before her. we, let's chat more Taylor, but before we get there, let's hit it. Flavor of the week. All right, Steph, what is our flavor of the week? First time ever on Mom, we have an hour <laughs> flavor of the week. And I don't know if any of you guys are going to be surprised, but our flavor of the week is Taylor Swift's Midnight Album. So I will be honest. I So I didn't get to do like the stay up. I was in Cabo when the album dropped. I was not able to listen to it until the next day when I was flying home and then I fell asleep on the plane. <laughs> so oh I then didn't get to it again until like the next day. And then Jeff and I have had it on like a little bit when we've been driving and stuff. Um, I am loving it, but I don't know, like, because I'm like listening to it just on Spotify, like in the background, I haven't like, I don't know what songs are called. What like besides like harm, like there's a couple songs I know that just because obvious. I've already listened like numerous times and stuff. And because I really love the song Karma, it's like probably, probably it's like my favorite. Is it your favorite too? It is. So here's the thing. Uh, Taylor Swift albums are like, just, it's like a holiday. So, <laughs> I mean, if I were you, I would have excused Jeff from the hotel room that night and <laughs> ran a bath and poured a glass of wine. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but I was, I can't tell you how excited I was First of all, it was on multiple times all weekend. And Jordan was like, again, like he was a trooper at first with it. And then he's like, again, like we've heard the whole album like four times. <laughs> but I can't tell you how excited I was to go to work today. And that never happens. I'm never excited to go in the office on a Monday. But I'm obsessed with listening to music when I drive and like turning it up. And like, that's when I learn lyrics to songs and everything. Uh-huh. And I, so I feel like you're going to love your commute to work this week when you go in the office. Because that's when you'll get to like really enjoy the. But album. you also have to remember that when I commute to the office, that's when I'm catching up on my podcasts. So it's well, they're gonna have to wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I will dedicate one of my drives to the Perfect. to the album. So thank you. Oh, and I got mad because I realized the first time I listened to it, I didn't realize I had it on shuffle. And so I wasn't oh, even listening no. to it in order, which whenever I listen to an album for the first time, I want to hear it in order. So I agree. Um, but I've been loving it. I like them more than her pandemic albums, um, which I liked. I liked uh, Folklore and uh, what was the other one called? I'm drawing a blank. Lover. 
No, after Lover. Evermore. Evermore. Thank you. Um, Like, I liked both of those, but I think I like this way more than those. Oh, yeah, because this goes back to, like, her poppy, like... Yeah. You know, it's, like, songs you can bop to, and it's her attitudes, like, coming out again, like it was on... um, reputation yes exactly so there you go guys our first ever flavor our flavor of the week (laughs) and with that (laughs) let's get into part two with sammy how so you were single when you had your surgery correct Mm -hmm. So obviously that didn't, this didn't affect any type of um, like romantic relationship. Do you feel like it affected like friendships or any other type of relationships in your life? Oh yeah. I lost a lot of friends. Why do you think Um, that is? Well, so I was heavily involved in the BBW community before Mm -hmm. I had the weight loss surgery. Um, I worked at a club for, oh gosh, like almost four years um, up in LA and Long Beach and oh my, my life. Nate, what was it? Club Bounce. Oh my God. I have not heard of that place in like, so back <laughs> in my MySpace days. So oh, this yeah. was like, how old? So like probably like 18 years ago, yes. I swear Club Bounce stuff was always all over MySpace. So when you said LA and Long Beach, one. I was like, I remember there was a there was yep. a BBW club back in the I'm day. I'm feeling really not cool right now because I don't even know what BBW is. <laughs> That's because that? you aren't one. Hey. <laughs> How lucky it? for you. <laughs> BBW stands for Big Beautiful Women. Yes. Oh, okay. I was like, <laughs> and I'm so shocked that you don't know that. Like, what stuff. is this? <laughs> okay, go ahead. Do your research. <laughs> I can't believe that place is still around. Uh, I'm not, or I don't know if it still is, but that it still was five things like that are. Yeah. Um, that was my life. That was literally my life was that club and another club and another club. Like it was just all, and then parties and everything was my life. That was just all my friends. So, um, going into it, I was like, wow, I am nervous. Like, what do you, what's going to happen to everything? And I really just got to the point. I was, I was dating a guy when I was a big girl and, um, he ended up keeping me a secret for a very long time, um, because of my weight. And so I got so fed up with that because my God, countless like back doors did I have to go through, you know, I was never the girl posted on social media always wanted to be that I always always wanted to at least be like hugged or kissed in public taken Mm -hmm. on a date it was just it was a rough dating style back then so I wouldn't say that I got the surgery to date but it was a big motivation for me to like what am I doing because like am I gonna find a decent quality man of course they're out there but I was and still am well, I'm married now, obviously, but like I was picky. So, so, so picky. So like I could have gone out there and like found someone local and I tried the local dating sites, but because I was so heavily involved in the community, I was just dating all of these sorts of people. So, um, that was, that was kind of my, 
straw that broke the camel's back was I was like, I don't want to be involved in this anymore. It felt really toxic. It felt like they kept me in that space. Um, so yeah, I lost a lot of friends, a lot, a lot of friends, basically uh, more than half. It reminds me of like, even like, I know friends who've been like heavily involved in like, um, multi-level marketing and they make all of their friends and they're like these besties and everybody has these close friends. And then all of a sudden they like decide, Oh, this isn't for me. It's not what I expected. And they like leave it. And then all of these, these friends that they had Mm -hmm. are like nowhere to be found. And it's like, you build this like community and it's like, Oh, these people like only want to be friends with you. If you're like, part of this. If you benefit them. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly how it was. So yeah, I did lose friends that way. Um, but wow, did I gain way more friends than I ever had before that are like true friendships. And I always say like, if I were to gain all my weight back now, those people would still be in my life. Yeah. Whereas like the opposite, clearly like they only wanted to be my friend for one common denominator there. Yeah. Yeah. That's really hard. And I, so another thing I've noticed on your Instagram, um, you went to a chargers game recently. Yes. So I had, I was like, Laura, what's, what's the deal with the, I think you mentioned something about like your husband was working. I'm like, what is he? Is he like broadcasting? What does he do? She's like, I think he works for the chargers or something. I'm like trying to get up to speed, but I'm like, I'm clicking on like all the page, all the pages of the girls that you tagged. And I'm like, there was like a common denominator. Like you guys have, was it all of you guys have been through weight loss surgery or yeah, the most recent one that we went to. So my husband works for the chargers. He does, um, PR media stuff for them. I should probably know more, but I don't, um, <laughs> like he does office things, works with the media. I don't know. <laughs> um, but so my friend, yes, they're, they were all recently out here at one point and we have all had weight loss surgery. So the community, like I said, I've grown my page, but I've made so many friends that have had the surgery and we have created such a close knit community. And like, it's, we've had events, we've done, um, panels together. We, we I've just, I've made like the greatest of friends and I'm like, this is how Steph really- and I met. I was going to say, I'm like, we we've met through Instagram and I would say like the majority of like my friends that I have yep. now, aside from friends I've known since like junior high or whatever, are like right. friends I've met through Instagram through yeah. like a weight loss community or something. And I'm like, it's so weird to like people who aren't in that community. Cause they're like, how'd no. you meet your friend? And how'd you meet your other friend? You're like, Instagram, Instagram, Instagram. It's yep. taken four years, but Jeff is finally used to it. I'll be like, oh, I'm going but to dinner with so-and-so. He's like, who is that again? I'm like, she's one of my Instagram friends. He's like, okay. I, can't <laughs> imagine, I cannot imagine meeting somebody that like gets my struggles and what I'm going through and yep. just me in general, more so than meeting somebody in like a community, like an Instagram weight loss or, or weight loss surgery uh, community, like something that you are also going through and experiencing because those are your people. Like, yeah, you can meet people anywhere else, but they're not spot on going to be your people. Like, yeah, Yeah, it's different, especially having a friend who has gone through, you know, being a big girl and then they lose the weight. And like, it's really, honestly, it's emotional when you, when we've gone to these, um, you know, bariatric events and we meet people and like, I, 
I don't know how my page, you know, it's not like I'm huge on there, but I don't know how, how I got to be like one of the, the bigger influencers on there, but I'm like so grateful that I have. And so when I would go to these meetups, I would be immediately friends with the, the bigger influencers because we all follow each other. And we would just sit around and we'd talk and we're like, this is so emotional. Like we don't even, like we went to Disney world and we we're all waiting in line to go on like magic mountain or one of those space mountain. And my friend Dalton looks at us and he goes, you guys, if we were all pre-op, we wouldn't be able to go on this ride. And he was like, how crazy is it that we're all going, we've all lost our weight and we're all going on a ride together. And I was like, Oh my God, I didn't even think about that. And it was just like little things that you bond over that you just wouldn't like my other best friend who's been skinny her entire life. Like she'd be like, yeah, we're going on space mountain. What's <laughs> the big deal? I'm like, but I wouldn't have She's never had to think I about it before. Oh yeah. yeah. No, I spend my life like going to new things and going to new places, like always having that anxiety of like, are you yeah. going to fit? Are you going to like be comfortable? Yeah. Like, so yeah. those are things that like people who've never been overweight have never experienced that yes. type of anxiety. And, um, so it definitely makes a difference when you can have that common bond with people. Yeah. I used to Yelp places before to look at the seating to make sure oh. that I would fit. Yep. Yeah. That and was something that. that I don't have to do anymore, which was crazy. And I remember telling my boss who has been thin her entire life. And I was like, Oh yeah, I would Yelp. And she just started crying. I was like, I didn't mean oh to make that cry. <laughs> like, I've never thought about that before. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, it's just like, it's just something that you do to make sure like, okay, is that a booth? Like, is it all booths? Do they have tables? Like, is that bar height? To, you know, all of that going through your head. So yep. yeah, it's nice to have people that understand for sure. Absolutely. Um, so obviously this question maybe isn't for right now, but a few months ago, what would you do to maintain your weight loss? Like now that you've been at your goal, you've had your Mm -hmm. surgeries and things like that. Like what have you done or what do you do to kind of maintain that weight loss? Um, so I would kind of fluctuate, um, after I had my plastics, I gained about 15 pounds back and I avoided the scale like Uh, nobody's business, um, which that can be going on the scale can be super toxic and going off of the scale constantly can be super toxic because, you know, it's like out of sight, out of mind. Mm -hmm. And so I finally went back on the scale and I was like, Oh girl, come on. Like you have gone through way too much to get back to this kind of routine. So, um, I was just kind of more mindful, um, tracking, always really helped. Um, I signed up with a couple personal fitness people. I mean, like I've done kind of everything to just try to maintain my weight, but the best advice that I think I can say is just like, listen to your body, remember your why that's always the biggest thing. And try to not avoid the scale as much. Like there's, there's a lot of people out there and I might get slack for this, but there's a lot of people out there that are weight loss influencers that are like, you know, the scale is not your friend and this is my happy weight. And like, I feel like it's almost like an excuse that they've gained some weight back and they're just totally avoiding it. I have no idea what that scale said, you know, until they go to the doctors six months later for something else and like, Oh, wow. Wow. I'm back, you know, up to this, but 
oh, well, happy. That's my happy weight. And I'm like that to me, that's, that's not what we did this for. You know, we did this to get to where we are. And what Brie and I always say is this is a lifestyle change. This is not a six month surgery and not a year surgery, not a four year surgery. This is a lifestyle forever. And it goes the same, regardless if you've had the surgery or not, everybody can relate to losing weight and gaining weight and losing weight and gaining weight. I mean, my husband right now wants to lose 15 pounds. I'm like, well, he hasn't had the surgery and he's still going like, you know, up and down stress of life and just, you know, everything. So it's a lifestyle commitment and it's, we're, we're just, we're in this forever. And it's like, we're, even if you didn't have the surgery, you know, if you decide it's not for me, I'm going to, you know, do weight watchers again, or I'm going to try this. I'm going to try that. You still have to continuously be mindful of what you're eating and, you know, you want to live a healthy lifestyle regardless of your weight. I mean, I know me personally with my genetics and how I've dealt with weight gain my entire life is Mm -hmm. that anything I do, no matter what it is, this is a lifelong journey. And this will be something that I have to deal with my entire life because I am not a fortunate one who can kind of eat and drink what I want and not think twice about it because I'll gain the weight back like that. Yep. So we know how to lose, like, I always say this to Bray. We know how to lose the weight. We know how to keep it off and we know how to lose it, but like doing it, like, do I want that ice cream bar at night? Uh, Yeah. Do I not want to go to the gym? Yeah. Could I just be lazy? Like, yes, we, we know how to get to that point. We know that we could use our tool the way that we should, but like sometimes, like I said, out of sight, out of mind, it's like, I can forget about all of that. I can pretend that I haven't had the surgery. Like I could eat a pizza throughout the day. You know, like I could, there's ways for me to get in those slider foods that are easy for me just to get way off track. Yeah. All right. You lost all the weight looking good, but dealing with all of the wonderful loose skin that comes along with it. Um, I know you have had your share of plastic surgery. I want to hear everything you've done. And if you had any issues or regrets, which was the most painful. I want all the scoop of all your plastic surgery. Um, So I started my plastic surgery about, mm, well, I went in for my first consultation a year after I lost my weight um, or a year after my bariatric surgery. Mm -hmm. Um, And I went there and the doctor was like, no, come back in six months. Like, I want you to be maintaining your weight for six months. Like, I don't want you losing anymore. So I came back six months later and this was about, well, COVID pushed a little bit of it back, but probably about six months after I met my husband. And so I was really motivated because like I said, I wanted to have all my surgeries before I started dating. So this was like already in my head. I want this done. Um, he was of course, super supportive and I could have not done it and he would have been supportive too. But so I went in and I said, okay, I'm ready. I've maintained my weight for six months and, you know, like slice and dice me kind of thing. So I initially wanted to get a breast lift with implants, my arms, the brachioplasty, and then my tummy tuck. And they were like, that's way too much the first time. Like, we're going to just like, most we can give you is just your arms and your tummy tuck. 
So I cried, I pitched a fit and I was like, fine, (laughs) whatever, I'll settle for that. So I did had that done. Um, and honestly I was back to work on day 10. A lot of people don't believe that, but I was so excited and so mentally prepared for that surgery. Um, now like you, I did my research high and low. I was like, okay, I want, you know, this, this belly button. I want, you know, like I was just, I was all about it. So I was so excited. I really took my time healing, which I know day 10, but like, I went to work with like my drains in my pockets of my leggings. Like Mm -hmm. I was so motivated just to get back and moving, move my body. Um, so that recovery, totally great. I wanted way more after that. I was like, all right, sign me up for the next round. Like, when can I do this again? So I went back. Oh, I have such a bad memory. Probably about eight months after my tummy tuck and arm lift. And that next round was my breast lift with um, implants and a thigh lift. And that went so severely wrong. Oh, no. Um, I had, I went through the same office, but I didn't go through the same surgeon. So I went to a completely different surgeon and they were not familiar with weight loss patients. So my breast lift, they did just like a normal breast lift. Um, I didn't have any mesh or anything. So like when you lose your weight, you lose a lot of your like elasticity and Mm -hmm. muscle under, Um, so my thigh lift was the most painful because I didn't have any numbing block and I could feel everything. I felt like I was ripping as I was walking. That was awful. But not only that is that my, the lift that they did tore apart and my implant was going through that new lift that they made. So it, the implant was like sitting underneath that new crease that they made. Oh my gosh. And it was like really bad on my right side and only kind of bad on my left side. And so I went in and it was like immediate. I went in and I was like, um, something's not right here. Yeah. And she's like, it might fix itself. And I was like, Oh, how is this (laughs) going to fix itself? Like my nipple was like up here. Like it was sky high on, especially my right one. And so it was just, it was all funky. Um, So I had to wait. Unfortunately, it was like super, super depressing. That's when I gained that 15 pounds is because Mm -hmm. I just felt like, you know, you go through all of this, you want your nice, excuse my language, but perky boobies, like, especially you're in a relationship with your boyfriend, like, you know, you want to feel hot, you want to feel sexy, you want to have your, you know, the boobs you've always wanted. Yeah. You just lost 200 pounds. You worked hard. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it was awful. Um, I waited and I went back to the surgeon who originally did my tummy tuck and my arm lift and he opened his own practice down in Newport. And I said, listen, dude, you got to help me here. Like, this is so bad. And he was like, Oh my, I he couldn't even believe like what was going on there. Um, so he's like my ride or die plastic surgeon, Dr. Padar down in Newport. I love him texting basis. I could call him right now and be like, Hey, you know, what's going on right now. And he'd be like, tell me like, we're like great friends. Um, but he fixed me and he did a fantastic job. He put in a mesh liner. So that was about, no, I would say about another six to eight months 
after that breast lift. And so I also had, um, a turkey neck. (laughs) I don't know what to call it. (laughs) But like I had a big face as a, as a big girl. And so like, I had a lot of loose skin down here. And so I said, is there any way that you can give me a little like tuck? Now you can see, I still have some, but it was way, way worse. Um, so he said, yeah, we can do like a little like neck lift right here. We can cut behind the ears. And he was like, like, while we do the, you know, the new breast lift. And I said, okay, go for it. (laughs) I I'm more big on like, do you like, if that makes you happy, do you, um, And so I got that done and that was a very, very quick recovery. That was like super, not even painful. The breast lift, like, cause my boobs already hurt before from that, Mm -hmm. the implants, like I was already permanently in pain. So like having them redone again, just was a breeze. Um, (laughs) You're like used to it. Yeah. I was like, I'm always in pain. This is great. Like here we go again. Um, and yeah, so I've had, that's, that's all I've had done. I haven't had a, a booty lift or anything like that, but, um, like I said, I'm big on like, just do what makes you happy. Especially if you go through all of that, all of what I've been through, I was like, I deserve to have the body that I quote unquote want, you know, like I want to feel snatched. I want to feel good. I want to like have it all gone. I want to wear bathing suit. You know, so I agree because I saw something, I was watching some of your old stories and you had been asked a question about like, how did you pay for plastic surgery? Like, did you pay up front? Did you save the money? Did you go in debt over it? What people, you know, plastic surgery is not something that most people just have the money, like sitting there and to be like, okay, I'll do it. And here's the cash today. So you do either have to plan for months or a year or take out loans or, or credit cards or whatever. Yes. You said something about, um, how like money comes and goes, like you get money, you spend money, it comes, it goes, whatever. Um, but like something about like, if you have something that you want fixed with you, like spend the money on that and get it fixed, more money will come, you know? And it's like, I am so like, I don't like spending, like, I don't like going into debt. I don't blah, blah, blah. But I think if I worked hard enough or, got a weight loss surgery and lost all this. However, I lost a ton of weight and I ended up with, cause I know if I lose like as much weight as I want to lose, like I'm going to have a lot of like stomach, um, skin and thigh, you know, loose thigh skin. And it's like, if you've worked that hard and committed that much to something, why would you not want to just finish it and be proud of, proud of the work you've done and, and proud of how you look and I know people are weird about plastic surgery too. And they're like, well, why can't you just love the way you look? You know, as yeah. you are, love you yourself. Can. Yep. You can, but you know, every, totally. I'm all for whatever you want to do. Like I remember talking to one of my friends and she's an, an influencer and she was like nervous to talk to me about not getting a tummy tuck. And I was like, girl, you do whatever you want to do. Like, just because I had this done doesn't mean that like you shouldn't, like you need to have a tummy tuck and get rid of your loose skin to like be my friend. I'm like, if that's what you love that by all means, you love yourself. You don't get the tummy tuck, but like I've done it all, but like, that's just because that was my preference. I knew when I was having weight loss surgery that I was going to have skin removal. Again, my mom had a tummy tuck and a breast lift 
when I was younger, I was about 14 and she had it done. So like, Mm -hmm. again, you are so impressionable back then. I was like, well, yeah, that's, that's what I should do too. Like, and it's not something that I, you know, should have done, but looking back, I'm like, that was the best decision ever. Like I was living at home. I saved up money. I did a couple of real estate transactions. My uncle passed, left me with some money. I had savings, a good amount of savings. And I was like, and granted I went the cheaper option. I went through a training, you know, school UCI, and that's probably why they messed me up on my, this, you know, the second one, but the first round was so great. It was $7,000 for a tummy tuck and an arm lift. Wow. Like you can't find that like down even in Mexico, you know, like that's (laughs) a great price. They used points on me. Like I just, I had a great experience. And so it's not like I went out and spent $150,000 and I should be on like, you know, some TLC show. Like I really, (laughs) I I did my research and I, I, you know, I wanted what I wanted. So, and you look amazing. So congratulations. Before we get into our listener questions though, I wanted to circle back to um, something you said right in the beginning when you were talking about hair loss from weight loss surgery mm-hmm. um, and needing to buy a wig. Is that common with weight loss surgery? Is it common to have hair loss? Yes. Um, okay. Probably not as much as I had because I did have that vitamin deficiency. Okay. But you do lose, it's like postpartum. Um, you know, after people have kids, they lose hair. Um, so yeah, I know a lot of people, some people don't. And some people do, um, a majority of them do lose some hair. That's again, a big reasoning why people don't get the surgery as well is because they're scared to lose hair. But I'm like, that grows back. I know. <laughs> Not I to mention do. there are some cute wigs out there. So oh my God. Yeah. And hair I, extensions, you know, they have, I know I have so much hair. And so that is one thing that definitely oh, makes you have a lot of hair. It's not Bless something you. that. I would say is would hold me back. So, yeah. And if you lose a little bit, you're okay. It won't be like, you know, <laughs> I was so bad. So bad. Um, but yeah, right. let's get into some of the questions we got from our listeners and your followers. Stephanie, you have the list. If you want to kind of run through them with us, let's do it. Yes. So the first question is from someone that actually has a VSG surgery scheduled for the end of this month. And she wanted to know what advice you would have to give someone currently in the pre-op stage. Um, find a protein drink. You, your taste buds might change, but find a protein drink that you like. Definitely get a cute water bottle that you like and take that around with you. Take your vitamins and become BFFs with your surgeon. I think if there's anything that you've drilled home so far, it's the become BFFs with your surgeon. I want to become BFFs with most people that are highly involved in my life. So I think that'll be an easy. (laughs) I'm like, Sammy, you're like, we just hung out for an hour and a half. So now you have to be my best friend. (laughs) Um, Well, what you mentioned, hold on before you move on. Um, Did you have, you mentioned the taste buds change. Did you have stuff that you liked? prior to surgery that you didn't like anymore after? Um, only for like the first like six weeks after surgery, everything kind of does change. Like, like you, I didn't want sweets for like about six weeks, like everything sweet protein and all the protein drinks are obviously sweet, like chocolate, vanilla, pineapple, strawberry. It's like all of this sweet stuff. I was like, ew. So I didn't (laughs) want anything sweet. Um, 
but yeah, they changed a little bit and then they went back to how they Okay. All right. Next question. Your best tips for post-op and healing. Um, just give yourself grace, take time off. People always ask what is the appropriate time off? Um, I was like about, I took two weeks just cause I could, I had the PTO and I was like, I just want to like take some time to get to know what my body was going through. And clearly two weeks was not enough. I needed, I needed a year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What do you wish you would have known if anything before your surgery? Oh my gosh. I have a list you guys. <laughs> Um, I wish that I would have known that there was some sort of very small community out there on Instagram. Um, because I got so many useful tips after I found that community and, um, yeah, that, that's just kind of my, my biggest go-to is like, use that, like use us influencers out there, use the people that have had like this is probably my biggest pro tip. The people that have just had their surgery and they want to become a weight loss influencer, follow those people, those people that have like 1500, 2000, 3000, they are going to give you the most bang for your buck and the most information out there because they are trying their hardest to get that following. So they're going to give you so much more than us who like, (laughs) I know you said I'm fun to follow, but like, (laughs) <laughs> I don't really post that much, you know, bariatric stuff. Like, I'm like, uh, here's my home. <laughs> yeah. You know, so the people that are like the, the quote unquote lower numbers, but they're trying to gain their, um, account is those are the best people to follow. I still follow people like that. Cause I'm like, Oh, it's so fun. Like I love watching their journey and like they're sharing, you know, their best recipes and tips and tricks. So we should have, would have known that those people are out there. Yeah, so community on Instagram over Facebook. Got it. Absolutely. 100%. And TikTok. Oh, TikTok. Oh, yeah. I haven't even gotten into weight loss surgery TikTok yet. I need oh, it's to, a whole new world. I need to do that. Yeah. Go, go down the rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Seriously. <laughs> All right. In the beginning, did you find it difficult to participate in events, especially ones that were more food oriented? And how did you navigate that? Um. Well, like I said, I wasn't really going to too many events in the beginning, but once I started going to events and food is always a big topic, you know, we eat food at a funeral, at a wedding, at a birthday party, at a baby shower, there's food everywhere. Um, And that will come up in a big conversation of people being like, can you eat that? Oh, you barely touched your food. Are you hungry? Like, and it still happens to this day, you guys, I was just at brunch the other day and people were like you barely ate I'm like yeah I'm gonna take this <laughs> home I'm gonna eat this the rest of the day like leave me alone but I just I I've learned to just kind of laugh it off I'm like ha, yeah I know like nobody like mind your own business oh or like sometimes if I'm really sassy I'm like yeah well you ate a lot like you, you <laughs> like I'm fine but like <laughs> you're gonna feel like- really stuffed <laughs> so <laughs> I kind of learned sometimes you, you know, if it's a friend, you, you'd be nice and you just laugh it off. But if it's someone you don't like, you can just always backlash right back at them. (laughs) You know, like the, I felt when I was like, really like in the core of my losing weight, it was the one, the, the question that killed me the most all the time is the, are you really allowed to eat that? Oh, leave me alone. 
like that was the question that would make me crazy because I've always been a hundred percent when I've done any type of weight loss is that I try not to restrict myself and that I can have anything I want in moderation at certain times because like if I find that if I restrict myself like forever like I'm never like I just saw um somebody I've I followed him for a long time he said he hadn't had um pizza in like five or six years they are yes that's who it was I was like I was like oh my god I can't imagine like I mean first of all that is some strength and um big Italian guy not having pizza I was like are you insane yeah he's up for like, he's five like or Nona or whatever he's probably like slapping him across the oh. face like, have a piece of pizza. yeah <laughs> yeah no I'm not big on restricting myself so yeah, um, be like are you allowed to say that like yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm allowed to eat that yeah, yeah. People, people are wild with what they think that they can get away with I know all right. What has been your top non or what have, what have been your top non-scale victories since having your surgery? Oh my gosh. I've had so many, and these are my favorite, um, getting on an airplane and not asking for a seatbelt extender, um, not yelping restaurants mm-hmm. to see what their seating is like, uh, come comfortably sitting in a car of any size uh, riding roller coasters. I mean, just the, it happens all the time. Um, walking into a a store, a regular store, and just knowing that I will fit into clothes. Um, yeah, just that a lot. I've had a lot, but those are my top, top tier for sure. Yeah. Those are amazing. Are there things you would change in your journey? Mm, No. I, yeah, no, because if I wouldn't have gone through all of that, I wouldn't have found the community where I am now. Cause like I said, I only posted the before and after to let people know that I was okay. And I wouldn't have been posting on there to become anything. And that would have been so embarrassing to me. So like, I never intended to be a weight loss influencer, but I just stumbled upon it. So no, I wouldn't change because I, I do share my experience with people that have had beriberi or found out that they had beriberi because of my page um, or just going through a rough time after surgery and like me being open and honest and be like, yeah, sometimes it sucks like that they at least find comfort in that. And so if I can like help out at least one person, then no, then my story can stay the same. Awesome. What is the hardest part about having the surgery in the beginning versus later on? So I think we talked a lot about the hardest part that you went through right after the surgery with the beriberi and your complications, Um, but what's the hardest part for you now? Mm, Nothing's too hard. I would, I don't say, I wouldn't say anything is hard because it's not nothing has really super changed. Like if I look back, like from my year like my life, six years ago, I think the only thing I can say that would be change is like the portion size, mm-hmm. but like, okay, so I'm not going to, I'm just going to say Taco Bell. Cause hello. It's like your background <laughs> right now. But okay, I'm not going to Taco Bell and ordering a Mexican pizza for tacos and a large Dr. Pepper. 
you know, like I'm ordering a Mexican pizza and a small Dr. Pepper and I'm eating that for, you know, an hour and a half. Like, yeah, it would just be the portion size. And like, that's what a lot of people think is just like, Oh my God, this is such a lifelong commitment. I'm like, Oh darn, I'm not eating 3,500 calories at one sitting anymore. (laughs) Shoot. You know, like (laughs) that's, that's the only thing. So there's really nothing that is hard later on really, really nothing. That's awesome. Did you travel at all towards the beginning of your journey? How hard was it to keep up with the type of diet you needed? Um, no, I didn't, but I will say that because if you are traveling for like longer periods of time, um, always bring snacks. That's something that like I had to learn as like, don't go so long a period of time without eating. So like I was never, when I was a big girl, I was never like a big snack guy. I was just like a big meal and then move on. But after surgery, I realized, okay, I need to have like my snacks of like beef jerky and then like my peanuts and my, you know, like my little go to my protein bar, like always something I would always have to have something with me. So that's something even now to this day that I, I travel with food always. Not like I have, you know, a bag of M&Ms in my bag, but I always have at least something with me in case, cause I do get hungrier more often. Absolutely. No, it's definitely smart to have things to grab that, you know, you can cure your hunger and then avoid, yep. you know, just being stuck with, with junk as well. Yes. Um, so now we have one about your pregnancy. Does being pregnant have any effect on your surgery? Are there any specific watch outs you need to have. Okay. So interestingly enough, I was going into my first appointment with my OBGYN and immediately I was like, I've had weight loss surgery. I'm a bariatric patient. What are you going to do differently with me? And he was like, nothing. Nothing. (laughs) Like, wow. And I said, well, I've seen some people say that they're high risk now that they've had weight loss surgery and they're having a baby. And he's like, "Mm, no, you're not. And he's like, are your labs normal? Are you eating normally? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, then why would you be high risk? And I was like, okay, well maybe I just wanted to feel special doc, but fine. Like, (laughs) I guess I'm normal. So no, I haven't had to change anything. Um, maybe my mindset on gaining weight has had an effect on me. Um, they actually just assigned me a therapist mm-hmm. um, because I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm having a rough time, like seeing the scale go up. And my sweet friend does shoot. I, I told her the other day, I said, oh my God, I like, what if I get to 200? Like, what if I get back up to that? And she goes, then you get to see that you hit wonderland again after you had your surgery. She goes, look <laughs> on the bright side. And I said, Oh, of course, Miss Sunshine and Rainbows, you like you <laughs> come up with that. And I was like, fine, I will look on the positive side. But it's been, it's kind of been messing with my head a little bit just because I've always been like, not always, but for the past, well, Brock and I have been together three years. So I would say about two years, I've been snatched and I've been skinny and I've, not had a care in the world. And this pregnancy has just really like, I guess the gaining weight. I, I have dreams about this man cheating on me almost every single night. (laughs) And I'm like, 
what is wrong with me? So it's, do you really... wake up mad at him? Like I do whenever Jeff cheats on me in my dreams. It's furious. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, ah, and they feel so real. These brain yeah. dreams. I'm like, ah, oh, ah. Oh. And he's like, what did I do this time? What did <laughs> and I'm like, you don't want to know. <laughs> so yeah, it's just, it's been more mental than, um, physically having to change things. Absolutely. And last question, although I feel like after the past two hours, I feel like if I were given a quiz, I know the answer (laughs) to this because I feel like if there's one takeaway, which is so crazy because I don't think that would be like the first thing that everybody would share would be to like become VFFs with your um, surgeon, but Mm -hmm. it is great advice because you need to be able to lean on them. But last question was, what's the best advice you could give someone who is thinking about having weight loss surgery? Um, Well, of course the surgeon thing, but just to do it. Like if you are like on the fence and Laura, I'm not just like looking at you, but like, (laughs) you're like, (laughs) right at your little square. Um, But if you like, are on the fence and you've looked at so many people doing it and you've always had like that, like willpower and you want to make a change and you're ready for that. Just do it. Like that's, that's my biggest thing. Cause we, like I said in the very beginning, we have always said the people that have had the surgery, their number one regret is not having the surgery, but it's not doing it sooner. So that's just, you know, live your life. And like that, if that's what you want to do, then just do it. Awesome advice. Well, before we leave, um, go ahead and plug yourself one more time. Let everybody know where they can find you, your podcast, all that good stuff. So you can find me on Instagram, sometimes on TikTok. I'm not funny on there. I wish I was funnier. <laughs> I um, <laughs> not, I wish I, you were funnier, but I wish I was <laughs> <laughs> like, I wish you were funnier too. <laughs> I'll try. Um, <laughs> it's at the real slim Sammy with two M's and two I's. And then my podcast with my best friend, Brie, who has also had, um, VSG surgery is VSG T and T E A. Like we spill the tea on everything VSG. Awesome. All right. So thank you so much for joining us. I know you and I had gone back and forth for a while yeah. trying to get you on here, but you had to go get eloped and yeah, all these things. <laughs> I just, I will tell you guys right now, quick story is I had messaged Sammy and she was like, yeah, totally. I want to be on, like, let's talk about it. And then I was like, okay, like, see if you want to have Brie on with you as well. I was like, cause then we can have like the four of us and, um, and you're like, oh yeah, I'm actually going to see her this weekend. I'll talk to her about it. And then come this weekend, she's like getting married. I'm like, you're damn well not thinking about my podcast <laughs> while you're getting married, having a full blown wedding. Oh my god! So that's I like that's typical, <laughs> typical me. I'm like, and no, nothing, everything is fine. <laughs> so I like messaged you again that weekend. I was like, well, first of all, congratulations, and I love that you pretended you were gonna like think about my podcast this weekend. We'll talk to casually see Brie. <laughs> Yeah, as you're like yes. getting ready for your wedding. Oh, by the way, do you want to be on a podcast with me? In a few way, weeks? I, have, <laughs> I thought we were gonna have some sort of five minutes to talk. <laughs> so, I, so then I'm like, okay, we'll chat in a couple weeks. I'll let her get her newlywed stuff situated. 
And then she's like, I'm pregnant. I'm like, this girl keeps having like all of these announcements. Girl, I'm never going to get it. her down. I'm done, you guys. I don't have any more surprises left in <laughs> done. Well, we really appreciate you coming on. I know um, this conversation was one that I know Laura and I were dying to have on the podcast. And then a lot of people have been asking for ever since Laura um, brought up her interest in the surgery as well. Right. So we are really grateful that you wanted to come on and talk to us and teach everybody a little bit about your journey. Of course. Yeah. We'll have to have VSGT on for the next one. Cause that would be fun. Yeah. That would so definitely all be have fun. a good time. Yes. Well, thank you for joining us for this episode of the wine over matter podcast. If you don't already, you should join us in our private Facebook facebook group just search club wine over matter and request to join and we're, we don't have trolls in that group everybody's a good time in our facebook group. Yeah, Wonderful. We, we, them. <laughs> we love that <laughs> <laughs> but anybody if you guys listen on apple Podcasts or have an itunes account please don't forget take that moment leave us a five-star rate and review we greatly appreciate it. it really helps us get our name out there you can even rate us on spotify now and if you don't already be sure to follow us on instagram and tiktok at wine over matter pod thanks again and we will see you at the same time next week with a glass in hand cheers cheers, cheers.